Hello everybody, what's up? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. If you don't know, this is the podcast where I just like to ramble about things that I'm learning in life. And hopefully it helps you. Um, A little bit about me, I have built three six-figure businesses over the years. um, Successfully, before moving on to the next one. (laughs) And so right now we're on our third, and this is the one, this is the one. This is the one that is giving us purpose, that is driving real impact, like legit impact in people's lives. I'm super excited about it. It's called Prosperity Movement. Look us up, prosperitymovement.online. Browse around the website. It's pretty sweet, pretty slick. Um, I'd love to say I put that together, but I didn't. (laughs) It was one of my partners did it. It was really good. Anyway, so what I like to learn, I like to learn principles from business in all forms because there's ultimately three parts of business, marketing, sales, and fulfillment. Some people could say marketing, sales, fulfillment, support. It's legit, but I kind of take support as part of fulfillment. Um, And so I'm involved in all three of those aspects of business, not fully involved. I don't work on my business. I'm sorry, I don't work in my business. I like to be the one to work on the business, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Working on the business, what does that mean? A lot of times you hear that. Don't work in your business, work on your business. What does that exactly mean? Well, working in your business means you're actually the one doing all the tasks, right? So if there's a funnel that needs to be built, you go in there and you design it and you build it and you write the copy and you make the tech work, all that stuff. That's working in your business. Um, Working on your business is saying, hey, based on the data, we need a new funnel. Here's the vision for the funnel, now you, go do it. Okay. That's working on your business. It's seeing things from an overview standpoint. I like to think of it kind of like from two different perspectives. Okay. If you think about like military operations, right, they always have Intel and then they often have some kind of sniper. And I'm, I'm mainly talking about like seals cause I've read a lot of seal books. Um, not just, uh, extreme ownership, but there's a few others that I've read from Navy seals. I just find that they're fascinating people and their tactics are extraordinary. Um, and so what they do, they always like to have like an overwatch type person. And, and nowadays a drone oftentimes accomplishes this for them. So they have a drone where they can actually see from an over overview standpoint from above and they can see and get Intel on the enemy and on what they need to do and how they need to win. Okay. That's working on your business. You're that drone, okay? Sometimes they use a sniper. They have a sniper set up, and the sniper lets them know, hey, around the corner, guess what? There's five guys, right? Like, so that they they can see that. They always have some way, some kind of oversight during a mission. Um, it's the same, same thing in business. You have to be the one to oversee things. And this can be challenging. This can be really challenging. Most entrepreneurs, myself included, we have a little bit of a, a little tiny bit of an ego. <laughs> and so what do we do? Well, we say, well, no one can do marketing like me. Like I'd love to outsource this, but who in the world who in the world can be better than me at this? Right? That's what we think. How dumb is that? How ignorant is that? Because there are billions of people in this world. You're saying you're the best possible option. Like that's, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And, and I've had those thoughts, you know, and I'm, I'm calling myself out on that. Right. So anyway, 
So working on your business, the best thing that you can do to have that oversight, to be that drone, this is my favorite part of business, honestly, is to have numbers. Numbers are glorious. Now I'm gonna tell you the flip side to numbers, the way I used to view them. So when I was an employee, we can even go back to when I was an employee for Family Video. Okay, I was working for Family Video, attempting to become a manager. I thought that was a really cool concept because I love movies. Um, If you guys didn't know, I'm a big fan of stories, as long as the story is complex and artistic. Like, I I really do view stories as kind of like a form of art um, that I actually like. I'm not a big fan of, like, paintings and stuff. I I don't find that exciting. I don't even find music exciting. That's a form of art. I recognize it. It's art. My form of art that I get excited about is storytelling. I just love it. I don't know why. It's just a thing. So, um, where was I going with this? Numbers, stories, numbers. I don't even remember where I was going with that, dang it. Um, So, employee. Employee. Thank you. Okay, yeah. So I was I was family video. My daughter's sitting here trying to tell me words to help me remember stuff. I'll tell you what, guys. I have a bad memory. It's so funny that I'm I'm good at trading in certain things because my memory is like poo poo. I'm like a 90 year old when it comes to my memory, um, <laughs> but I'm like a four year old when it comes to my vocabulary. Apparently. So anyway, so um, what was the same family video? I'm working there. They track your numbers. Like, you are supposed to upsell people at the family dollar family video store, right? So if somebody comes in and they're like, hmm, looking for a movie, you give them a recommendation because the story is fantastic. They go and they get the movie. They bring it up to the counter. You say, hey, um, you know what goes really good with this movie is some milk duds. Oh, I don't like chocolate. Perfect. Popcorn. Check this out. This popcorn. And you just sell the popcorn, right? And they keep track of those numbers. I was very good at that, obviously. <laughs> There's the ego. Okay, so I was I was very good at that. And um, that's part of why they were looking at me to be a manager because I was so good at that. And I had the, the second best numbers in the store. The existing manager had the best and there's no way I could match that guy. That guy had extraordinary energy beyond anything I've ever seen before in my life. And to this day, no one can match that guy's energy. Um, anyway, I, <laughs> I digress. So... Um, numbers. They kept track of the numbers. And I hated that. I, I didn't like that, mainly because I was not number one. And so what happens is when you track numbers for competitive people, they get competitive, right? And they, they're like, I'm still number two because how can I match this guy's energy? So that's when I did not like numbers. Now that I'm in business, I love numbers. And it's really a perspective. A lot of people, if they look at numbers as a way of, of as a mirror to their failure, they're not going to like it. At the same time, they should love that. If they truly want to do their best and be the best in whatever it is that they're trying to do, they ought to love numbers. Numbers don't lie. There's no emotion in numbers. It's just straight fact. There's no arguing. There's no discussion. It is straight fact. That's all it is. And it's it's glorious. You can find bottlenecks. You can find um, issues in your business. Um, just by looking at numbers. So I'll tell you a couple examples, a few examples. Let's say a few examples. Before Prosperity Movement, which again, 
by far my favorite business of all time and it's gonna stay for a long time long time this is we have an empire that we're building and we're just getting started like literally just getting started so um, we've been in business like six months it's not even been that long anyway so before that business we had a marketing agency and the persons that did the marketing was me and Donald Donald is my started out as kind of my assistant um, now he's a little bit more than that um, so he's he's very very good at what he does and he's he, him and I have done a lot of marketing campaigns together and so we would do the marketing campaigns Brian and Travis would work on the sales so they would do the sales and we would do the marketing campaigns for those particular businesses for the clients and even just doing marketing guess what we launch an ad and we can see metrics how many people clicked on the ad ad how many people click to read the ad versus click the link to go and take action on the ad once they click the link to take action how many of them actually put in their name email and phone number to get more details or to get a thing a gift of some kind a lead magnet is what it's called among those how many of them booked a time with the client out of those how many of them showed up to the appointment out of those how many actually bought the service or product okay like these are all numbers and if you have those numbers you can see clear bottlenecks this one talent and realization that I've had about numbers and by the way the only reason I'm that, that good with numbers is because I'm a giant nerd okay when I, on my free time I do well right now on my free time I like to play chess I'm getting better at my chess game but um, before that I was into crossword puzzles sudokus nanograms which are probably my favorite puzzle of all time and they sound so lame they sound like a grandma like nanny like nana nanograms I don't know but they're super fun and so those are the things I did so numbers I was already super familiar with also best subject in school for me was math it was between math and chemistry and guess what chemistry has a lot of math so it just kind of all works out so I have this um, innate ability with numbers but I'm saying anyone can recognize it with a little bit of instruction so another good example, and that's why our marketing agency did so well, is because I could see those numbers, I could find the, the, the bottlenecks and the problems in the marketing, and then fix it based on the numbers. <clears throat> Guess what? In business, it's, it's the same thing. So, and, and you look at this without emotion is really, really key. So if I looked at numbers, for example, um, first half of August, I noticed that the biggest problem that we had was we were not setting enough appointments. Okay, so I was talking mainly to our, our setters, right? And I was looking at it, and they were setting 30%. That's a good number, but it's 30% of the people responding positively to our automated follow-up. So if we said something like, hey, check this out. This is trading. Here's the benefits of trading. Are you interested in more? If so, respond with the word more. They would respond more. How is it that only a third of the people that say, yes, I want more information are booking an appointment when somebody actually follows up with them to give them more information? Like, it just doesn't make sense. That number should have been at least 60%, at least double what it, what it was. And so I pointed that out and ta-da, setters started going to work. They started, you know, realizing that, oh man, you're right, we can do better. And that's the attitude to have. It's not an attack. It's not me saying, setters, you suck. Do better at your job. That's not it. It's, hey, look, right now the bottleneck is setters. What can you do to do better? 
That's all it is. Oh, I could do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Perfect, do it. Okay, done deal. And then we started noticing other other issues. Um, we, we had, like, in this, this only happened in August. This is the first time we've had this problem. People paid a down payment. Okay, they verbally said, yes, I want to be a member. They pay a down payment, which is not cheap, you know? I mean, we're talking around 600 bucks. They pay us $600. They get, they sign a document saying, yes, I agree to everything and I can't wait to pay you so that I can get access to stuff. And then they disappear from the face of the planet. How do you pay someone 600 bucks and then disappear and don't follow through with your commitment? To me, that's nuts. Um, But it happened, not just once. It happened six times this month. That's insane. We've never had that happen before. Not even once, much less six times. So we started reflecting on that and seeing what in the world is happening, how is it happening, and it's just a number. It's a number to help us identify what what needs to be fixed to run business smoothly. Um, and then the last example here, this is more recent. I was looking at, excuse me, hold on one second. Something's like in my throat. Oh, that was weird. Anyway. Um, the, uh, the last one was, um, I was looking at individual people in our sales team. There's, there's two of them specifically. I was looking at their numbers and and out of the two of them, one of them is like spare time. You know, she doesn't have a ton of time, so she does what she can when she can. And her numbers are great. The other one though is like legitimately full time. Um, so his numbers were not so great. His, his ratios were fantastic. Fantastic. Out of so many calls, he books so many call, you know, so many uh, closing calls. And then out of the closing calls, he gets so many verbal yeses, etc. And those ratios are perfect. The problem is that he only makes like 20 outbound calls, like, or, or like 20 or 30 a week. Um, that's the problem, right? And so I was, I was reflecting on that and I was like, huh. Well, when I was doing cold calling, which this is not that because we have, we warm up our audience before they even have to call them. But when I was actually doing cold calling, my goal was a hundred calls a day, every single day. And I, I did not ever like hit it every single day, but I got pretty close 80 to 90 calls a day. Easy. Right. And that was my daily goal in order to maintain a full pipeline, in order to maintain a consistent flow of sales. Like that was my metric. So thinking on that, I, I talked to my business partner and guess what? They're already on top of it. They already noticed that number. They already talked to the people. They're already making changes to make it better. Perfect. That just saved me a whole bunch of time and effort and energy. But that's that's the power of numbers. It's not that that salesperson sucks. No, he's great. We love him to death. He's doing really, really well. Um, but there's room for improvement and that's what the numbers are showing us, right? And that's that's the beautiful thing about it. It's, it's just... What happens though is sometimes people, myself included, right? When I was number two at the video store, <laughs> they get bent out of shape because, oh my gosh, you're telling me that I'm, I'm so bad at what I'm doing. No, that's not it. We're saying there's room for improvement. There's a huge difference between saying somebody sucks at something or saying that, hey, you could do better, right? I'll, I'll give you a quick example of that. Like if you're, if you're a star quarterback in your high school football team, 
to the point where you get a, a football scholarship to college. Your ego is pretty big when it comes to football, right? You're probably, you're probably like, Psh, I know what I'm doing with football. I'm good at it. I'm great at it. I'm, I'm an expert, you could say. And then they get to college, and they're like third-string quarterback because they're not as good as the other people in college who train harder and longer than the high school player, right? Now, all of a sudden, they need to say, oh, okay, I don't suck. I'm still good, but there's room for improvement. Do you see the difference? Okay, that high school football player could run circles around me, right? He's, he doesn't suck. He's really good, but compared to the next level, he's got room for improvement. That's what I'm talking about. That's what numbers can do for you in your business and in your trading. How does this apply to trading for those of you that are, are traders? Listen, numbers don't lie, okay? If you are losing once every five days, that is beautiful. You need to be super grateful and accept that. Be okay with that. Once you're okay with that, perfect. Now try to get one loss every 10 days. But you have to be grateful and accept where you're at. If you're losing more than once every five days, you got a lot of room for improvement. You suck. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you, got, you got room for improvement. You need special help, like one-on-one help from me or Brian or James Leone, depending on what what strategy you're using, right? Um, but you need actual one-on-one help, and we will be there to help you. We will watch you, and we will hold your hand harder and longer so that you can actually accomplish the first goal, which is one loss every five days. All right. And it's just numbers. That's all it is. I got my first loss just yesterday or two days ago at this point. Uh, within it was my first loss in 13 days. And it was a one and a half percent loss. 13 days in a row I hit over three percent. And then I had a little itty bitty one and a half percent loss. Did I feel bad about that? Not at all. It is part of the game. It's just numbers. Just numbers. So a lot of times what people do is when they take a loss, they don't look at it as just numbers. They look at it like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst trader in the world. Oh my gosh, this doesn't work. Oh my gosh, I have no discipline. Like, And they just beat themselves up to death. And, and of course, it's easy to do if you're talking about real money, right? We're not talking about demo. Um, and listen, I've, <laughs> I've lost a lot of money in trading, guys. That's how, that's how I got to be as good as I am now. I had I had to go through that. It sucks. It sucked. It was awful. But I had to go through it. And you have to not beat yourself up about it. Look at everything from a, as a learning opportunity. And you'd be surprised at how fast you can improve. Um, so, I hope that makes sense for everybody. Numbers are beautiful. They're a wonderful thing. They show you your weaknesses and how to improve. Ooh, one last thing, actually, before I tie up. Um, we're, we're putting together, or actually Travis already put together, uh, what we're calling the Prosperity Planner. Okay, this thing is killer. I had no idea what he had in mind for that, but he put together this outstanding planner that will actually assess your life, um, and it is very detailed. It is, it's like there's no escape, no escape from what you need to improve on. And it's, it's wonderful. Like, it's, it's just numbers. It's asking specific questions to get specific numbers, and then those numbers equate to certain actions. It's beautiful. And so I immediately was able to find the, the three areas of my life that I need to fix, that I need to do better with and be more committed to. 
It's, it's not that I don't know what to do. I do know what to do. It's that I wasn't truly committed to those particular aspects of life. And so we were talking a lot uh, the last few weeks about patience and integrity. Well, guess what? I've, I've been really working on those things, and now I know how to improve those things even more by focusing on these areas of my life that I'm kind of drifting. Okay, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, gonna, we're not ready yet to release it to the world. Um, for those of you that are already elite members, you will obviously have access 100% free, complimentary, and this could absolutely change everything for you. It's a game changer. Uh, for those of you that are not elite members or not any kind of members at all, um, there will be a small price point for it, but you can absolutely get it. It's going to be probably less than 100 bucks, you know, to get this thing that is going to completely transform your life. So hang tight. We're not ready to release it just yet. We are going to go through some of it for free on our Facebook group. So if you're not in our Facebook group, uh, join it. It's called Prosperity Movement. <laughs> Who would have thought? So anyway, just another thing. It's just numbers. Numbers to expose weaknesses, which you can then improve. No ego, just numbers. Very, very beautiful thing. So anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. I look forward to talking to you next time.